0: Hey, and welcome to Eliza Starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, an 18-year-old girl from New York City who is currently a freshman at Harvard University. And I'm coming to you live from Kansas City, Missouri, where I'm spending a week, the holidays, whatever you want to call it, with my grandparents, my aunt, my uncle, and my cousin, and obviously my mom, dad, and sister. And I hope that if you celebrate it, you're having a Merry Christmas and otherwise having a happy Whatever it's been a really pleasant day full of traditions my family kind of celebrates in a classic way with the you know carols playing while we eat a dinner and christmas ham and a soup that my grandma makes every year and jingle bells to tell you when it's ready to come out for christmas and stockings etc my grandma has goes incredibly hard so hard with the decorations it's actually amazing so it's a really happy day and i hope that you are also having a super duper happy one so first off today is a recommendation which in light of all the various accusations going around particularly in hollywood is a site that i would like to recommend called the rotten apples which is awesome you put in a movie of tv show and it'll tell you if there's someone in it who's been accused of harassment or worse or something adjacent it's really awesome if you just want to like not participate with people who have been accused. If you want to look up like, hey, did Harvey Weinstein have anything to do with this movie? Oh, he did? Well, then I won't watch it. Casey Affleck? Okay, I won't. And I think it's continually growing as everything grows, sadly. So if you want to use that, I would definitely recommend it. It's The Rotten Apples. Second of all, um, a little thing that I love is a podcast called Slow Burn, which is about Watergate. It's so fascinating. It's Interviews with the journalists and people who are around, and just really doing a deep dive into Watergate. I know it's a really vastly explored subject. I just watched um, All the Presidents Men, which I know is an old movie, but I just watched it and it's fascinating. So, really watch I mean, listen to Slow Burn if you're really interested in that, like I am. And another thing, I'm really going hard today, um, is an Instagram account called texts from your existentialist, which it's kind of awesome. It's images of text messages that are like your deep thoughts or your existential thoughts and crises or whatever, and kind of superimposed onto artwork. And it's just really cool to look at and think about. It's just, I don't know, just look it up It's on Instagram, texts from your existentialist. It's an interesting and not obnoxious way of combining like new media with old. And there's a lot of ways to combine those two things. And I think a lot of ways to get it wrong. And in my opinion, this one gets it right. So definitely look at that. And now something that kind of irks me, which is how often Ruth Bader Ginsburg of the Supreme Court is so often portrayed in a like in jest if you know what I mean she's there's a character that's notorious rbg and which is like a book and there's a ruth bader ginsburg workout book that I saw at barnes and noble and there's on saturday night live she's a character that I think kate mckinnon plays and she's kind of like a sassy lady and it's supposed to be hilarious and I just kind of I'm not with that and I know that's kind of a grouchy grinchy thing to say but I I'm like, let her be respected and let her be a professional and not a character. And, like, I understand that it's supposed to be out of love, but there's something frustrating to me about that. Like, she's a justice. Like, she's she's in a really high position, and I don't know what it is about her that makes people think that it's, like, hilarious. I know that it's out of love. Like, I know. But it just seems kind of vaguely... I don't know inappropriate I'm like well what is funny like let's dive into what's funny is it funny because she's Jewish is it funny because she's a woman like is it funny because she's like like what is what is it that we're finding so funny about her when she's really just like a professional woman I don't know I think it's not great and I don't think it's funny and I think it's kind of diminishing her accomplishments when we have a book about her workout like why why are we doing that I don't know so that's just a complaint I have. I just felt kind of bothered. And now something which is kind of a shout out to one of my friends named Drew, something adorable and so sweet he does. Um, I was in his room playing cards with him and on his desk he had a stack of letters and like a list of names. And I was like, what's that? And he write he told me that he writes Little notes to all of his friends for the new year. And he had like 20 or something to do. And I got one too. I'm not allowed to open it until New Year's Eve. But it was just such a great concept to write someone a little note. It doesn't have to be long. Just that you'll give to them and tell them, like, hey, you mean something to me, especially if you're a college student or something when you, it's over break and you're not going to see them. And it's just kind of a nice alternative to like a text maybe or. I don't know it's just really sweet and he had a little Christmas party and when you left he was he handed you um, a note and so I'm really excited I have a little reminder on my phone that's like open the note on Christmas Eve it's just a great kind of not painful but very meaningful way to handle how much you love your friends or your family I just love that and last but not least is Something that bothers me, <laughs> apparently a lot of things bother me today, despite its happy, happy dayness. Um, is this thing called, this is just one kind of microcosm of a larger thing that I find frustrating, is this hashtag palette. It's a palette by this brand, Violet Voss. It's an eyeshadow palette, just got a bunch of different colors, whatever. But it's called the hashtag palette, and that's like a bigger thing that I think companies don't realize really dates them um when you jump on a trend like the word hashtag and it kind of doesn't mean anything like what what does an eyeshadow palette have to do with a hashtag well nothing really when you name your colors things that are so kind of of the moment like tweet me or like meme or you know I don't know I don't like something with lingo like throwback Thursday you know when you brand yourself as being so of this era not even era like of this day you're dating yourself in a really kind of odd way especially when it's not relevant and it feels like pandering Um, I've talked about this before but it feels a lot like pandering when you're just kind of throwing buzzwords out there like oh we know the young kids say at so let's call this the at palette or you know let's let's just throw these words that we think they might use all over the place, despite not really knowing how it connects to what they're doing. And I think it's a kind of a cheap shot and I don't think it works. I don't feel more like appealed to. And the same thing, the same thing goes for palettes or whatever. That's kind of got a curse word in it. There are a lot of books that I've seen lately with, Curse words in the titles, and a lot of like, I think makeup companies have started being more and more like edgy with their things, like naming things after drugs or risque things or having curse words in it. And I know that that's supposed to seem young, it's supposed to seem daring, but I think it gets old really quickly. And it's like, well, great, now I can't have this around a kid. Great, you know, now I don't want to say this to my mom. I don't want to use, you know, I don't want to use an eyeshadow that's called like. Bump after cocaine, you know. I'm like, and I know that sounds kind of like prudish or kind of like old persony, but I actually think I speak for a lot of people just in that it doesn't have as much appeal as they think it will. I'm not inherently drawn to something just because it uses words that seem youthful or seem edgy. I'm not impressed by that. I think people are impressed by like quality or by by sounding interesting and naming something something eye-catching or dramatic or shocking it's a risky in kind of a bad way I think and b gets old c is kind of grating and I don't know d it's like I know you're trying to distract me from actually examining what this is is the book great or does it just have a curse word in the title and so you think that I'm going to be drawn to it. And I just don't think that that's how consumers well, I hope that that's not how consumers work. And it's definitely not. I don't think how young people work. I don't think we're drawn to anything shiny, so to speak, you know? So that is it for this week. And you know, if you want to email me, I haven't said in a while, but I have a new email address for you to email me at because I'm going to be really good about it. I've decided it's kind of a new year's resolution, although I don't really do New Year's resolutions. I just decide to do things and I will do it. I promise. Email me at Eliza Rubin, E-L-I-Z-A-R-U-B-I-N at college.harvard.edu because that is the email that I go to for everything. It's the email that I'm kind of, I need to use. I check it like a million times a day. So if you want to contact me, if you have a question, if you have a concern, if you have a thought, if you're bored, I don't know, you can feel free to email me there. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you in a week because I'm home for a month. So I will be really good about this. I swear.